the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. This is a man. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Yes, I am he and you are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And today, man, I'm going to go Spock on you. Yeah, I'm going to go Dr. Spock. Uh, And I'm not talking about the child psychologist from the 60s and 70s. He was pretty screwed up. I'm talking about the one that we all love from Star Trek, right? Uh, It's illogical. It reminds me of Joe Friday uh, on, uh, what is it, Dragnet, right? Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. And today, uh, we're going to get logical. We're going to get logical because I got to tell you what, man. Uh, I can't even watch the news anymore. There's no way I could listen to that garbage that was being spewed last night by state-run media. Uh, it was just, yeah, it's too illogical. I, I just can't process it anymore. See, I am a logical person. Now, I'm also a very emotional person. And see, there are really two paths we can take. We can take and become logical, or we can become emotional. See, that's what people think. But that's not true at all. There's something that we teach called emotional intelligence, which really is the ultimate double helix. You know, Watson and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name that came up with the DNA as a double helix. It's not really the ultimate uh, double helix. It's important, I guess. You know, how else will we know what percentage of a victim we are, right? Unless we could send our DNA in and get our 23andMe done, we'll never know how much of a victim we can claim to be, right? So I'm not downplaying the importance of the discovery of DNA. Uh, I think Watson and Crick, I think that was the name. What I am saying uh, is the importance of that is good in science. But the importance of living your life is the other double helix. The double helix of taking reason and emotion, logic, reasoning, and emotives, and then merging those together into what is called emotional intelligence. And today, we're going to get logical because I'm stunned at how illogical we have become as a people, uh, as a nation. And this is, I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on politically. I don't care if you voted for uh, Joe Biden or if you're some of the 10 million people who, quote, wink, wink, didn't really vote for Joe Biden but got to vote for Joe Biden, (laughs) right? Or if you're the people who wanted to keep America great again and or you're the people who believe in the God of the universe. Uh, Either way, uh, we were given reason for a purpose. And so today we're going to talk about logic. But it does remind me of a story. You know, a philosophy professor stood before his class and had some items in front of him. When the class began, wordlessly, he just started picking up things. 
So first he picked up a large empty mayonnaise jar and proceeded to fill it with rocks. And they were about two inches in diameter. So after he's put as many of these large rocks in this mayonnaise jar, he paused for a moment, held it up, showed it to his students, and then he asked the students if this jar was full. And out loud, many people burst out, yes, it was. They agreed it was full. So the professor then picked up a box of pebbles and poured them in the jar. Then he stopped when it looked like it was full, shook it a little bit more, made a little bit more room, and filled it back up with the rest of them. So the pebbles rolled in the open areas between the rocks. And when he was finished with that, again he paused. He held the jar up to his students and said, Is this jar full? And again, they agreed, yes, it was full. And they laughed. The professor then picked up a box of sand. And again, picking up the mayonnaise jar, started pouring in the sand into the jar. And of course, the sand went in all the cracks, all the crevices. You ever been on the beach for a day or two? You know what I mean, right? It went into all the cracks and all the crevices. And then the sand filled up everything else. Now, said the professor, I want you to recognize that this is your life. The rocks are the important things. Your family, your partner, your health, your children. Things that if everything else were lost, and the only thing that remained was those things, that your life would still be full. The pebbles, on the other hand, you know, they are the other things that matter. You know, like your job, your house, your car, uh, your mental state, you know, those type of things. Now, the sand, the sand is everything else. And, of course, as you can see by look, thinking about sand and looking at sand, it's all the small stuff. And here's the key. If you put the sand into the jar first, think about that, right? There's no room for the rocks. There's no room for the pebbles. So in other words, there's no room for the big stuff, and there's no room for the other stuff that might not be as big, but is important nonetheless. And he says the same goes for your life. If we spend all our time, all of our energy on the small stuff, you will never have room for the things that are truly important to you. And the professor went on to say, pay attention to the things that are critical to your happiness. Play with your children. Take time to get medical checkups. Take your work. Clean the house. Give a dinner party. Fix the disposal. Take care of the rocks first. The things that really matter. Set your priorities. And he says, the rest is just sand. But then, a student took the jar which the other students of the professor agreed was full, and proceeded to pour in a glass of beer. <gasps> of course, the beer filled the remaining spaces within the jar, making the jar truly full. And so the moral of this tale is, no matter how full your life is, there's always room for beer. Logical. <laughs> now, yeah, this logical. Now, the reason I got this... I this is from Briefi Group, B-R-E-F-I Group. It says releasing the human potential. The reason I like this version, you know, this comes from Stephen Covey's time management philosophies. It's, it's been told over a decade since Covey wrote it probably 30 years ago. 
But the reason I love this, I wanted to share this, one, because, you know, it's a serious show, and we want to have a little bit of lightness. That's what John does, all the little drops in the music, to add a little lightness to my intensity. But the first four-fifths of this was logical, right? It was only the last bit when I said, but then, right? Remember, beware of the big butt, right? I'm going to get a shirt. Like It Matters Radio, beware of the big butt. If you know why... Because your unconscious mind treats things differently. See, we're only a conscious creature, 3 to 5%. But the rest is unconscious. So if you're going to do any lasting change, you must figure out how the unconscious mind works. And that's why I do what I do. I teach you that. And so you got to realize the unconscious mind is running the show. And in your unconscious mind and, the conjunction and, uh, gives equal weight to things on both sides. However, the word but, another conjunction, discounts everything and becomes before it. And the only thing you remember long after it's over is what came after the big but. See, this story was logical until the big but showed up. And then it became illogical about the beer. And here's the problem. Most people are illogical. They just scan something. They just surfacely listen to something or pay attention to something. And then they make illogical assumptions. Humans make illogical assumptions. So today, I like it matter. Yeah, the Spock knows that. I know that. John knows that. Now, that's why we do this radio show. It's inspirational, educational, and applicational. And by educational, I do not mean the learning of mere facts and figures. I'm using Albert Einstein's definition. And his definition is my definition, is the definition of Like It Matters Radio. And that is training the mind to think. Because something we've lost in America outside of our freedoms, outside of our free press, outside of an unbiased justice system, is the ability to critically think. So I am black, and we'll be right back. Beer is the nectar of the nitwit. I'm afraid it's not that simple. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior, daily devotional, is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior, daily devotional, and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. 
Be kind to someone, and you could have your car payments covered for a year. Oh, very kind. Freedom 1570 and Standard Heating and Air Conditioning present the Kindness Challenge. Do something nice for a hero in your life. Then let us know about it by entering it in the Kindness Challenge. You'll be registered to have your vehicle payments paid for a year or get $12,000 towards a new car, both for you and your hometown hero. Sign up for the Standard Heating Kindness Challenge at Freedom1570.com. Keep on loving. Join the Insider Fan Club today, and you can win a copy of our April Regnery Book of the Month, The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America, written by David Horowitz. Sign up at freedom1570.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Would you rather have beer or complete and utter contentment? What kind of beer? Humans make illogical decisions. Amen. It was beautiful. It was magical. Logically, when we're young, everything's beautiful. Everything's magical. I am Mr. Black. And today, that's what we're doing. I'm not going super tramp on you. I'm going logical on you. You know, uh, I did spend a few years in college, so I did bring me back to my college days. But now I'm going logical on you because we were given the ability to reason. And so today, I'm talking about logic, because what's going on around us in America and everything else is absolutely illogical. It doesn't make sense. And so let me define for you, because again, I could care less about opinions, to be honest with you. Opinions are like certain body parts. Everybody's got one, and it doesn't smell too nice. I mean, that's true. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) you know, there's a reason why there's no book in the Bible called Opinions, You know, there are 66 uh, books in the Bible. Uh, There are 40 authors. It covers about 1,500 years, roughly. Uh, And, uh, you know, it's all tied together. And if you read the Bible, uh, it's actually pretty powerful. It's not confusing at all. It's very logical, very logical. And so let me define logic for you. Logic can be defined as the study of truths, based completely on the meanings of the terms they contain. What a concept. Do you see why America is absolutely illogical? Because we're all speaking the same language, it sounds like, right? But we're using different dictionaries. I mean, when someone could say that racism equals oppression and that people who are black can't be a racist, that is the most asinine thing, well, one of the most. Nowadays in America Day, to say that is the most would be 
false because how do you know with everything being said, all the lies being spewed out there, all the propaganda, all the censorship, uh, man, how does anybody, you know, it's like Pontius Pilate said to Jesus, what is truth? And by the way, if you notice, Pontius Pilate didn't hang around to find out the answer, did he? No, as he's walking out the door, he said to Jesus, because he didn't want a response, what is truth? So logic can include the act of reasoning by humans in order to form thoughts and opinions, as well as classifications, judgments. Some forms of logic can also be performed by computers and even animals. It's illogical what's going on. The definition of racism, you don't get to control uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the dictionary. Sorry, just like you can't change the word of God. You know, Bible's pretty clear. Uh, not a dot, not a tittle will fade away. It will all be completed. There's nothing that's going to fade away in the word of God. And, and words are words. You can get the progressive left to go ahead and change the meaning. They're still the same words. You know, the word it, racism is pretty simple. Keep it simple, soldier. To use the color of someone's skin as a determining factor is a racist. If I like you or do not like you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I hire you or fire you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I put you at the front of the line to get a COVID-19 vaccination or the back line to get a COVID-19 vaccination, I am a racist. If I believe that I could have a, uh, I'm proud to be black and proud to be Hispanic and proud to be gay and proud to be Native American and proud, and all that's okay. However, being proud to be a white person is racist. That's illogical. Because to make a decision that is determinant on the color of someone's skin, by definition, makes one a racist. And see, you always got to go etymological on people. Uh, that's the key. Because people don't know what they're talking about. You know, the, one of the bad parts about social media is for some reason, people think everybody's opinion's the same. Where did that lie get started? Where did it come from? You, you think in a court of law, you think O.J. Simpson could have got any four people to defend him? Just anybody? Or did he need the best defense team money could buy? Absolutely. And then during that trial, each side calls experts. They don't call Mo. They don't call Joe and Schmo. They go, this person's an expert. This is a man. So why do they pick experts? Yeah. Why do they pick experts instead of just a guy walking down the street right next to the courtyard, right, or the courthouse, and they pull him in? Because courts of laws tell us that certain people's opinion has far greater value than other people's opinion. We know that in everything. We know that by reading the Bible. We know that by watching court TV. We know that by being pulled over by a police officer. Not everybody's opinion is the same. An educated opinion has value. Someone who has expertise in a field has value. Someone that has a track record of working in a field for decades has value. 
Someone who's been through the ups and downs, who knows what it's like to be homeless, who knows what it's like to have little, who knows what it's like to have to overcome, has far more value in their opinion than someone who's given an easy life, who's never had to work for anything, who anytime something goes wrong, they can cry and complain, life's not fair, I want my mommy, I want my daddy, it's not fair, I didn't get what he got, how come he has a bigger house, Stop how come it. his wife is prettier, how come he, yeah, that's what I want to say, stop it. I don't deserve it. this kind of shit. Man. Yeah, I'm glad he said shabby because I started the shut come out of there and I was worried about what is John playing? <laughs> I don't deserve that kind of treatment either, right? And so we're gonna we gotta start approaching it logically. Logic is a process for making a conclusion and a tool that you can use. And this is right out of yourdictionary.com. Logic is a foundation uh, the foundation of a logical argument is its proposition or statement. The proposition is either accurate, true, or not accurate, false. Premises are the propositions used to build the argument. The argument is then built on premises. Then an inference is made from the premises. Finally, a conclusion is drawn. There's your flow chart for critical thinking. There's your flow chart for logic. And the only way you know if something is a lie is that you compare it to the truth. And so we're called to be reasonable, Right? God tells us to let, let us come and reason together. That's what he says. Let us reason together. He says it's reasonable that when two or more walk together, they communicate. They talk about things. They reason, right? And so everybody wants everybody else to be reasonable. Everybody wants be reasonable, be reasonable. Well, reasonable is a word that's tied to logic. See, reasonable, reasonable is an adjective. It's saying having sound judgment. Fair and sensible. No reasonable person could have objected. That's what it means. It's similar to sensible, rational, open to reason, full of common sense. But you know what its opposite is? Unreasonable. Illogical. As much as it is appropriate or fair. Moderate. Think about that. That's what reasonable is. So then reasonable, if you think about the word, remember, I, I study words. I eat words. I'm an etymologist. I'm not an entomologist. I don't study bugs. I study words. Notice you put one N in there. From etymologist to entomologist, one letter changes the entire structure from studying bird, I mean studying bugs to studying words, right? And so reasonable, think about the word, reason-able, someone who is able to reason. So then the fair question, the logical question would be, what is reason? So reason is a cause, an explanation or justification for an action or event. It is the power of the mind to think understand, and form judgments by a process of, ready for this? Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, logic. Yep. Yeah, Logical. I know, I feel like Columbo. I feel like Columbo. Wait a minute, <laughs> right? Right? It is the power of the mind to think, understand, and form judgments by a process of logic. Now, similar words, synonymous for reason. Ready for this? Rationality, here's this word again, logic, 
logical thought, scientific thinking. Now, you know what the opposite is? Emotion, feeling. Isn't that amazing? See, emotions and feelings are the opposite of reason. By the way, it's a verb, too. Think, understand, and form judgments by a process of wait for it, wait for it, logic. Yep. You didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know Columbo was going to be here today, did you? <laughs> so verb, in its verb form, it is to think, understand, and form judgments by a process of logic. Now, this is why I told you at the very beginning. The ultimate intelligence is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is merging reason and intellect. It is the double helix. That's so powerful about it. It is using the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct toward the right person in the right way. And what we live in today in America that is emotionally unintelligent. We are being controlled. We are being manipulated. We are being coerced into emotive situations that allow us to be played player. Yeah. Remember a study 20 years ago, University of Washington said angry people vote. So right before every election, what do they do? They gin up the anger. They gin up the anger. They make you so afraid that you will stand in line for eight hours. And yeah, or you'll pick up some ballots that were mailed to the wrong address and send them in because the ends justifies the means. I am Mr. Black. Today, I'm going logical on you. And we'll be right back. Shut up and start talking. That, sir, is illogical. can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. From executive producer and MyPillow founder Mike Lindell comes the hilarious new faith-based comedy Church People with a special guest appearance from Mike himself. Church People is a hilarious, heartwarming reminder that the gospel is enough. It all starts when America's youth pastor, Guy Sides, realizes he's stuck in the megachurch marketing machine and wants to find his passion again. But when Guy attempts to get back to the heart of ministry, he is thrust into the throes of dissuading his misguided church leadership from performing a strange and potentially blasphemous stunt for the upcoming Easter service while navigating his own personal problems. Church people will leave you laughing out loud while ultimately reminding you of the true meaning of the gospel. Watch church people at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Enter the promo code Minneapolis for additional savings. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today I'm going cerebral on you, man. Uh, It is time that we use our noggin. You know, the brain has unlimited plasticity. This is from the book of uh, uh, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot by Dr. Riestek. I had to think for the top of my head there for a second. Uh, Dr. Riestek said, of all the organs in your body, they all have a time limit. In other words, your heart has so many pumps. Your kidneys have so many filters. Your lungs have so many breaths. And then it's kaput. You know, after the flood, God basically made man's life a maximum of 120 years. You know, before that, uh, we'd live hundreds. We'd live uh, centuries. As a matter of fact, the oldest man in the Bible uh, was Methuselah. Uh, and his name meant, when he dies, it will come. Uh, the same year that Methuselah died was the same year that the ark door closed. Just look it up. It's pretty powerful. And by the way, uh, and you know who Methuselah's daddy was, right? Who's your daddy? You know who Methuselah's daddy was? It was Enoch. Why does that matter? Because the Bible is clear. Enoch was 65. Then he had Methuselah. And then he walked with God. See, the first 65 years, he did not walk with God. But something happened when he gave birth, when well, his wife, I should say in all fairness, women, <laughs> when his wife gave birth to Enoch, I mean to Methuselah. Uh, and if you read the Apocrypha, the book of Enoch, which is one of my favorite books, is not canon, but it's very interesting. You see why? Because he had a visit from an angel, just like Joseph and Mary did, uh, just like Samson's mom and dad did, uh, just like uh, John the Baptist's uh, dad did. They all had visits that said, hey, something's happening here. And so it's interesting when you think about it. This is what's powerful. Logic. I, I study the Word of God. My faith uh, is not an emotional faith. Oh, there's a lot of emotion in it. But no, I I have a logical faith. I I have a reason for why I believe what I believe. And that's what we're called to do. And so today, we're talking about logic. Because what's going on in the world is illogical. So we have basically two paths. You know, we talk about that. The Bible says, if you think about this, whenever you look uh, in the Bible, when God gave us options, he always gave us two. Think about that. Life or death. Blessing or curse. Light or darkness. Narrow path or wide path? Death, destruction, or hope and life? 
That's it's there's two paths because God knows us. God knows us. And so the same thing when we come to the decision making process, we have two things. We have the left side of our brain, which is logic and reasoning, and we have the right side of our brain, which is emotive. And I'm telling you right now, both have great value. The reason that we're given them both, we weren't given one. It's both. And that's why I teach emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is the ability to use both. It's the ultimate double helix. Unlike Watson and Crick, you know, when they realized that DNA, and right before that, by the way, they thought it was a three, a three strands or four strands. Oops. But then they finally realized it was a double helix. And the ultimate double helix is to merge reason, intuition, and the head and the heart. That's what we're talking about here. The left side of the brain and the right side of the brain. Otherwise, you're just a half brain. And I'm not, I don't want to be president. Nowadays, we elect half-brains to be president. I don't want to be president. I want to help change this world one person at a time, starting with me. So emotional intelligence is merging reason and emotion, intellect and intuition. And emotional intelligence is defined by the ability to sense, understand, and effectively apply the power and acumen of emotions as a source of human energy, information, connection, and influence. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it's not enough to have feelings. Emotional intelligence requires that we learn to acknowledge and value these feelings in ourselves and others and that we appropriately respond to them. There's your key word whenever you talk about emotional intelligence, the word appropriately, and that we appropriately respond to them, effectively applying the information and energy in our daily life and work. What's going on in America today is not appropriate. When LeBron James can incite riots, and cause police officers to get killed, and he's not held to account. But yet Donald Trump rallies a whole bunch of people who knew that the election was stolen, who knew that it was a fraudulent election, and he tells them to go peacefully about their thing and go out, and yet he's claimed to be inciting violence, but yet Maxine Waters isn't, but yet Nancy Pelosi isn't, when she says, I'm surprised there aren't more riots out there. Remember last summer when everything was burning? And the Democratic Party didn't realize it was all burning. It's illogical. So we got to realize that we ha- must respond appropriately, that we appropriately respond to the situation, effectively applying the information and energy in our daily life and work. See, emotional intelligence emerges not from the musings of rarefied intellect, but from the workings of the human heart. It is emotional intelligence that motivates us to pursue our unique potential and purpose. It activates our innermost values and aspirations, transforming them from things we think about to what we live. Uh, Peter Senge, at the time of this quote, was director of organizational learning at MIT. And he said, people with high levels of personal mastery cannot afford to choose between reason and intuition or the head and the heart any more than they would choose to walk on one leg or see with one eye. So emotional intelligence from the Oxford Dictionary is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships, listen to this, judiciously and empathically. Isn't that incredible? And so this is the battle. This is the battle. And by the way, it's the two paths. You know, we talk about two options. In the book by Thomas Sowell, uh, Sowell, Sowell, I'm not sure how he likes his name pronounced, but Thomas Sowell, 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 like soul food, man, Tom Soul Food, Conflicts of Vision, he says there's a battle 
between an unconstrained vision and a constrained vision. And if you really read that book, and I highly recommend it, what he's talking about is people who think that man can master his experience, and the other one is that man is flawed. That's really what it comes down to. It is the two worldviews. That's what they are. One worldview says that there is a God. The other worldview says there's not a God. That's what it comes down to. Bible.org, I got this thing called the nature of man. And I'm going to read it to you, just a couple of verses here, a couple of, I should say, paragraphs. I read a really good book called The Deadliest Monster by Jeff Baldwin, in which he compared the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde with that of Frankenstein. I don't know if you ever thought about those books with your worldview glasses on. I know I never did. Do you remember the stories well enough to answer the question, what, the, uh, what are the author's views of human nature? Number one, Frankenstein was created innocent and good, but turned evil after he was mistreated. The monster Frankenstein is quoted as saying, I was benevolent and good. Misery made me a friend. Make me happy, and I shall again be virtuous. Now, number two, Jekyll. Remember Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde? Jekyll was a privileged, rich, upper-class doctor with an evil nature that he couldn't control, which eventually took over. Jekyll said, quote, It was the curse of mankind that these incongruous personalities, the good and the bad, were thus bound together, that in the agonizing womb of consciousness, these polar twins should be continuously struggling. Isn't that powerful? And that's what's going on in the world today. It's this battle of these two different views. That's why America is separating. That's why, why do you think the, the, uh, Biden's afraid? Because white evangelical Christians are not getting the vaccine. And people don't know why. Well, it's really easy because they're evangelical. <laughs> because they study the word of God. Because they're born again of water and of spirit. Logical. Because they follow the Bible. And the Bible's pretty clear about the times we're living in. Joe Biden is being run by the spirit of the Antichrist. You might like the guy. You might think he's a decent man, but there's going to be a lot of decent people in hell. I'm going to be honest with you. Hell's not for bad people. Heaven's not for good people. Heaven's for forgiven people. Heaven's for redeemed people. Hell's for people that want to do it their own and want nothing to do with God. And so God gives us over to our will. If you don't want to spend time with God on this side of eternity, then he grants you total eternity away from him. That's what it is. In this article, he goes on to say Marxism, communism, socialism are prime examples of what many people like Biden administration, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, uh, the state-run media, all that. They have a naturalistic worldview. Evil is defined as capitalism, wealthy oppress the poor. If everyone in society is equal, then everyone will choose to act properly. They will work to the best of their ability and take only what they need from the community. Does Marxism, communism, or socialism work? We've already seen the Soviet Union abandon it. China is abandoning it. In practice, a few rule and oppress the masses, keeping them in poverty. Taxes go way up. Productivity goes way down. People are basically selfish and don't work for the good of society. If only those in leadership, with all the privileges, who tell everyone else how wonderful Marxism, communism, and socialism is, right? 
A French political philosopher recently said that nowadays when he wants to debate a Marxist, he has to import one from an American university. So why are there so many socialists in America? They are just being consistent with their worldview, at least in theory. Since they live in a society based on capitalism and the morals of Christianity, they can push their philosophy and not have to live it. It's illogical. And ladies and gentlemen, when good people do nothing, evil rules the day. I'm Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. Use your head, man. I am going to think about this. I am really going to think about this. I am construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. American Pressure pumps and parts to get the job done. Pro pressure washers and the Arctic steamer. Our service and selection is second to none. Professional quality from the proven leader. AmericanPressureINC.com. American The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. 
That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. No, we're not celebrating Russia. We're being facetious. It is absolutely silly that we are now becoming what we hated. I mean, America is an idea. Uh, yeah, it's a name of a country. Yeah, we can has a group of people. But America is a concept. You know, freedom of the press, uh, freedom of religion, freedom, the right to bear arms, Right. I mean, a, a free and fair open press, uh, an, a, a justice system that is equal to all. We don't have that anymore. We, we don't have a free and fair press. It's state-run media. It's, it's, it's no different than China or Russia. It's basically Biden's propaganda department. You know this. We don't have free and fair elections. It's very clear that there was involvement in this last election. That we had people from foreign countries do. There was 5 million ballots printed in China. Why? Why was a, a semi-truck from New York loaded with ballots driven to uh, Pennsylvania? Why are, are in Arizona, why are the Democrats working hard so that they can't audit it? They can't see what happened to the machines. They're doing everything they can to stop the legislature from stop doing it. an audit of the election. Why? Why? I thought transparency was good. I thought for four years that what does Trump have to hide? What's the big deal? If he did nothing wrong, why not four years of being spied on and having a special prosecutor? If he had nothing to hide, why did he have? Why was it? Why would he have a problem with going through a four-year digging through of everything he ever did? Why is that the standard for one side and not the standard for the other side? And then today, the biggest one. Russia, I mean, Putin's known for killing his opponents, for gelling them, for destroying them. And guess what we do now? We now destroy, spy on our political opponents. I mean, it's just released the DOJ has been spying on uh, conservatives for a long time now, looking for white nationals. It's looking it up. I mean, now we jail political prisoners. Look at what's happening now that the DOJ, the deep state's back in charge of the DOJ. They're harassing anybody that's a Trump supporter. Look at the people January 6th who were at that uh, riot, who are in jail. They're being beaten up in, in, in jail by D.C. cops who are black. They're being harassed. They're, they're being treated poorly. They're not let go. But yet I can kill someone and be a BLM member. I can kill someone and be an Antifa member anywhere else and get out the next day without bail. Logical. And then go kill a cop. But, I mean, come on, people. I don't care what side you're on. This is not America. So you might be in the victor seat, but we're not. It's illogical. You've got to use logic. I have so much to go over logic, and I only got 48 minutes to cover it. Well, I want to go into one more piece of logic. Dogmatic relativism. Dogmatic relativism. Look it up. It demands its own way, contradicting itself as it goes. It says, I am passionate about this, therefore I must be right. It says, I am angry about this, therefore I must be right. It cares not that it does not make sense. It only wants its own way. There are three laws of logic. I'm not going to go through all of them. Look it up. But there's something that I got from a book, one of my favorite books. I would highly recommend it. It's called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. It's by Norman Geisler and Frank Turek. Outside of the Bible, if I was going to be stuck on an island 
or if I was going to go out somewhere in a foreign country and minister to anybody, I if I could have one book outside of the Bible, it would be this book. I'm telling you right now, I've listened to it multiple times over decades. Highly recommend getting the book. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Matter of fact, if you're, and it's by Norman Geisler and Frank Turek. Uh, it goes through logic, it goes through reasoning, it goes through truth. It goes. It asks the question, uh, is there a God? It even doesn't even make the assumption. It, it logically goes, is there a God? And if there was a God, what would the qualities of that God need to be? I mean, I think it's the fourth or fifth chapter before it ever makes the claim that there is a God. You it goes logically through the process of figuring out what the thing is. Because Joe's so old, he's older than dirt, he doesn't remember what the thing is. But I know the thing, and you know the thing. America was founded upon the thing, and now we forgot the thing. And we wonder why we're not under the thing's covering anymore. It's logic. So there's three rules of logic. Look them up. But the second rule of logic, or second law of logic, is the law of non-contradiction. And they really go into this, and he has something he calls the roadrunner tactic. And let me just read a little clip. Uh, from a, um, someone who read the book and did a little uh, report on it. He said, what is the meaning of life? Where did we come from? Who are we? Why are we here? How are we to live? And where are we going? These are the questions that everyone at some point in their life begins to ask. And I talk about these, right? These are existential questions, right? You got to answer these questions. Yet if no one is ever meant to find these answers, why do we all inherently ask ourselves them? Why? Because of uh, what we talk about. Um, it's logic. It is um, uh, technically uh, uh, what I want to logotherapy. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of it. Logotherapy, Dr. Victor Frankl's work. And basically, man has a will to meaning. So you got to get this. And in the book, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, uh, Geisler and Turek actually talk about this, about logic and all this other, these other things about how we have a will to meaning. The whole book is one big quest to find the box top to the puzzle of life. Again, I highly recommend it. One of the key tools they use to build this case is what they call the roadrunner tactic. Now, the roadrunner tactic is taking a self-defeating statement and turning its claim back on itself to reveal the fallacy in meeting its own standard. For example, saying there is no truth makes an absolute truth claim to be true. Think about that. It contradicts itself. So Geisler and Turek explain why they call it the roadrunner tactic. It says, quote, this is what they said, we call this process of turning a self-defeating statement on itself the Roadrunner tactic because it reminds us of the cartoon characters Roadrunner and Wild E. Coyote. As you may remember from Saturday morning cartoons, the Coyote's one and only quest is to chase down the speedy Roadrunner and to make him his evening meal. But the Roadrunner is simply too fast and too smart. Just when the coyote is gaining ground, the roadrunner stops short at the cliff's edge, leaving the passing coyote momentarily suspended in midair, supported by nothing. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, get it? Supported by nothing. Oops. As soon as the coyote realizes he has no stand on, he plummets to the valley floor and crashes in a heap. Well, that's exactly what the roadrunner tactic could do to the relativists and the postmodernists of our day. It helps them realize that their arguments cannot sustain their own weight. And one of the most impressive sections in the books comes where he disproves, this is incredible, disproves the great philosophers Kant and Hume in nothing more than a single respiration. They first use the roadrunner tactic to turn Kant's logic on itself showing that he violates the second law of logic, which is the law of non-contradiction. -contra 
Geisler effectively dismantles Kant in declaring, quote, he contradicts his own premise by stating that no one can know the real world while he claims to know something about it, namely that the real world is unknowable. Don't you hear it? In effect, Kant says the truth about the real world is that there are no truths about the real world. Think about that. If Kant can claim he knows there are no truths that are knowable about the real world, and that in and of itself is an absolute and knowable truth claim, and so his logic self-destructs. It's the roadrunner tackle. Yeah. Geisler then goes on to explain that Kant only uses a nothing but fallacy. We may like one of Geisler's former students say that it can't be that easy. You can't destroy a central tenet of the last 100 plus years of philosophical thought in just a few sentences. And to that, Geisler would respond, if someone makes a simple mistake, it only takes a simple correction to point it out. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that's the key. We've got to be thinking on our own. In April of 1667, English poet John Milton signed an agreement with Samuel Simmons, a London publisher, by which he sold the copyright of Paradise Lost for five pounds, plus five pounds for the sale of each of three subsequent editions, an edition comprising of 1,500 copies. Milton received a second five pounds in April 1669, making a grand total of 10 pounds to the author of England's greatest epic. After his death, Milton's widow, Elizabeth, sold all remaining rights for eight pounds to Simmons, who became perpetual copyright owner. It goes on to say it's hard to imagine someone selling something of such great value for so little, right? In other words, it's illogical. It's illogical. We got to realize what we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. Tis dearness only that gives everything its value. And we know the cost of everything, but we know the value of nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, you have great value in between the stimulus and the response. You've been given a machine called your brain that humans can't even come close to duplicating yet. Use it. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. My goal is to help you live your life like it matters. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Humans make illogical decisions. It's real complicated. It's incredibly complicated. Use your head, man! Business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new